Hi, it's Tim Ferguson again. Welcome to a bonus episode of Made Possible. Among OECD countries, Australia ranks pretty low at 21 out of the 29 countries for disability employment rates. Currently, we have a 39.8% employment ratio of people with disabilities to the population compared to the OECD average of 44%. So we've got some work to do, Australia. There's a lot to know and cover about the NDIS, so I thought I'd get my two new BFFs in the studio to run through an NDIS FAQ. OMG, joining me is Graham Innes, former Australian Disability Discrimination Commissioner, Human Rights Commissioner and self-confessed cricket tragic. Um, he's also joined by Ron Maxwell, CEO of Verto, a not-for-profit organisation committed to assisting individuals into employment and training services. Hi, Graham. Hi, Ron. We've got a lot to cover, but uh, the first ball goes to you, Graham. What is this thing called the NDIS, and what's the Disability Employment Service, or the DES? Okay, well, the, the NDIS is the National Disability Insurance Scheme, and it's a scheme introduced by the Gillard government about five years ago, six years ago, which provides support for the 10% of people with disabilities who have more significant support needs. So about 500,000 people out of the uh, four or five million people with disabilities in Australia. And that support is funded support based on a plan which a person with a disability works out in conjunction with their local area coordinator as to how they want to run their life. So if a person wants supports for a particular part of their life, you know, to get in and out of bed or to get access to written material, then they build that into their plan. And if the assessment of the agency is that that support is a reasonable and necessary support, uh, then that's provided to the person with disabilities. So who is eligible for these services? About 500,000 people around Australia with the disabilities that cause them to have the greatest support needs. So if you like about 10% of the population of four or five million Australians who have disabilities. So say uh, say you're an employer um, and you, uh, you're interested in hiring someone with a disability, um, where do you start? Well, people can build in support for employment into their NDIS plan, but really as an employer, you would start with an employment service such as a disability employment service. They're a Commonwealth government funded organisation and their job is to support people with disabilities to get into work. So they're, if you like, the liaison between employers and people with disabilities to try to bridge that 30% employment uh, disadvantage that people with disabilities experience. And the other thing to um, remember when you're thinking about all of these services, and we're using a lot of names and initials, is the Job Access Program, which provides equipment to make a job accessible. For instance, if I needed a Braille computer uh, to do a particular job, then I might apply to the Job Access Program to fund that computer. And the aim of this program is to remove the problem of extra costs for employers so that it will never cost an employer 
more money to employ a person with a disability because that assistance they may need, you know, a braille computer, a, um, a footboard uh, under, under a desk, um, a chair with arms, uh, uh, some interpreting or uh, uh, you know, hearing aid, that can be provided through the Job Access Network. So even before the employees day one, uh, there's information out there they can call... Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's information out there available to employers um, through uh, the Disability Employment Services or through AND, Australia's Network on Disabilities. And then once the employer decides to employ the person with the disability, that's when they can apply to the Job Access Network to get that sort of support. Ron, good point to talk to you now. What is Verto? Well, Tim, Verto is uh, Latin for transform. And we're, and we're an organisation that works a lot with disadvantaged people. Started off as a community college and um, added employment programs of different types. From there and grew to an organisation that's got 40 offices across three states now. So, you know, the idea of the programs that we have and the whole strategy of Verto is a wraparound service. So we've got the individual in the middle and we've got different programs that sit around them to help them transform and become a really functioning member of the economy and community. How many employers and employees are all involved in all this? Well, there's quite a few now. So it it depends on on the program you're looking at. If we're looking in the disability space, uh, we've got a caseload of around 700, uh, between six and 700 people with disabilities that we work with. And we work with employees right across the state. Wow. Um, So how do you see the NDIS working out for everyone at the moment? Look, the NDIS is something that I think is is a real iconic program. That's certainly adding and changing people's lives and bringing people that um, have a disability, helping them to function and be part of the community as a whole and the economy and contribute as well. So, Graham, we know the NDIS is involved in the funding, but what else is it doing for our society at large? What it's doing is is facilitating people's participation in the community, uh, whether it's through jobs, whether it's through other community engagement, whether it's through enjoying you know their life uh, more easily with family and friends. So it's if you like, it's resourcing the participation of the ten percent of people with disabilities who have the highest uh, support needs. So Graham, what are the benefits of employing a person with a disability? Well, uh, we stay in jobs longer than uh, other people. Uh, We take less sick leave. We make fewer workers' compensation claims. All of those are researched and statistically supported. We're also better employees in that the research indicates we are better at problem solving. And if you think about it, that's not surprising because we've, over the years, learned to solve a whole range of problems in our own lives. So we're probably a far more experienced problem solvers than the average employee. So if you step back from all of the myths and negative assumptions as an employer, it would be foolish of you not to employ people with disabilities because for all those reasons, we just make better employees. So, Ron, can you tell us about the DES providers who provide on-the-job training? Yes, um, it's the Commonwealth Disability Employment Service, so it's a federal government program. And there's a number of providers right across the nation, and we are one of those providers. What it is is to help people with disability gain employment, but not only gain employment, to remain in employment. 
And part of the program also is to, um, if someone with a disability lacks in a certain skill, there's training uh, that's available for them to skill them up in that area. But it's about working with the employer as well and matching them up to the right employment to ensure that it's sustainable employment and it's not just a short term. And so some of it is disability specific training? It could be, yeah, yeah. And some is, uh, it could be digital training, it could be participating in any sort of uh, skilling to bring them up to the skill levels required for employment. Okay, Graham, on the topic of support, Mm. um, what can people with disabilities do when something happens in work? I mean, uh, not something nice like a promotion, but yeah. something questionable. Sure. Well, if they've come into the job uh, with the support of an employment service, then probably the first thing to do would be to go back to that employment service. Or if the person with a disability is feeling empowered enough and, uh, and okay to do this, uh, they could sit down with the employer and say, look, I think there's a problem. I'd like to find a way to solve it. How about you know, we do these these things. If none of those work, then of course, uh, people with disabilities have recourse to their union, and they also have recourse to state and federal discrimination bodies like the Australian Human Rights Commission and their state equivalents in each state. And an employee can lodge a discrimination complaint, which the organisation, the Human Rights Commission, will investigate and attempt to resolve by conciliation. Ron, what do employers and people looking for work or education get out of contacting Verto? Well, they can certainly contact us because we can match them up with the right employee. We can provide training to the employee if that's required. But there's one important thing, and that is, um, and a lot of this has been broken down over the years, Tim, but there's often a perception out there from some employers that to employ a person with disability is costly. And that's not the case because they feel they might have to modify the workplace. In some cases, you might have to slightly modify it, but there's funding available for that. And that's all part of the service that the DES provider offers. So is that things like ramps at the front for entry? Could be things like that. It could be... putting bars and safety equipment in the bathrooms. It could be, yeah. Or or it could also be things like um, specialised software uh, for people that are, are visually impaired. So they might need a certain type of software. So there's funding available for that as well. But there's also subsidies available up to around, I believe, about $10,000 per person with a disability. So it can be cost neutral in terms of hiring a person with a disability? In terms of cost neutral, yes. But the benefits that they get is certainly brings it into a very desirable situation for the employer. Yeah, they get workers who don't complain. (laughs) As I'm always saying to employers, you know, surely you can exploit workers who will not complain. Well, thankfully, we've got good employers, Tim. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, keep the exploitation down. But you know what I'm talking about. Has it been exciting for you to be working in this field in this way? Look, some of the outcomes that we see uh, with the clients that we work with is really satisfying. We've placed it probably in the last six to 12 months, about 200 people with disability into work. And to see their lives change and them being able to contribute to the economy, to society, to the community and those sorts of things is very, very gratifying. Graham and Ron, thank you both for joining us. It's a pleasure, Tim. Glad to talk with you. Thank you, Tim. Now, if you haven't, Make sure you listen to all five episodes of Made Possible, all available right now on your favourite podcast app. Rate, review, subscribe and share these incredible stories. 
I'm Tim Ferguson and I've been your guide. Think of me as being like, you know, Gandalf, except younger and good looking. Made Possible is an eardrum production for Uniting, delivering the NDIS in your community. For more information about the NDIS, visit ndis.gov.au or give those lovely people a call on 1-800-800-110.